Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. If you haven't noticed yet, we're working our way slowly through this letter. Hopefully you're committed to reading or listening to it in full once a week or so, but then daily, let's just chew on one chunk of it. We learn at both the 10,000 foot view, I think, and at the microscopic level. So both are worth our time and our attention. To today, zoom in with me on verse 13 of chapter one. It says, therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So a couple of things are on my mind as I read that first. First, I spy a therefore, and we should always wonder what the therefore is there for. (laughs) You can get more of the details of that in day 10 of the read plan, but for now, let's just say that the therefore forces us to look back at what we read earlier. So Let me read verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. He has provided a way out of the darkness of our broken and sinful lives, right? He's given us a new birth, a new life through Jesus Christ's death and resurrection. I wonder... So go back with me for a moment. I wonder if the crowd went crazy when those words were read from this letter. I don't know how charismatic they were back then, but I feel like this needs some amen. So go ahead, shout it out, give Jesus an amen. I mean, the enormity of Christ's sacrifice for each of us is hard to fathom. I mean, we were once judged guilty and destined for eternity apart from God, and now now we're adopted sons and daughters. And I don't want us to ever forget how amazing that is. So just thank you, Jesus. Okay, so in verse 3, Peter writes that we're born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. And then in verse 13, he instructs his readers to set their hope fully on the grace that will be brought to them at the revelation of Jesus. So there's this interesting parallel, but one is reflecting back on the fact of salvation. Jesus died. He was resurrected. It is done, finished. We are saved. And that gives us hope, right? And yet, there's a not yet. There's something still future to set our hope on. Jesus is coming again. And I think that needs some more amens, right? This story isn't over. Death is not the end, for we've got this eternity coming that's in heaven. And our lives on this earth, they're going to end, and even this earth will pass away. But Jesus has prepared a true home for us. And just as we might hope to one day have a, I don't know, a bigger house or to upgrade the kitchen or to live where it's summer all the time, we should definitely keep this bigger hope always in front of us. The house, the kitchen, the climate will never be perfect. We will always need or want something more or different. But this eternal hope that Peter talked about, it's a done deal and it is perfect. So come Lord Jesus. 
And listen, let's not forget the original audience here. They're experiencing social ostracization and pressure to conform once again to the culture surrounding them. And so in reminding them of the work of Jesus, both now and not yet, Peter's giving these churches, men, women, children, some true hope. Not the, I hope I can go on a cruise someday, or I hope my friends don't make fun of me kind of wishful longing. This hope of Jesus is solid and certain, paid for by his blood. I read a question once that asked, are you degrading your hope to earth instead of letting it rise to God? Hmm. Let's end with a prayer. Jesus, I don't have all the words to say thank you for the enormous gift you've given us, but we are so grateful. Today, Lord, may our hearts be filled with wonder and gratitude and hope, not in the things that we can see and feel and touch, but in you, because you are worth it. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.